Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of our take on The Bold and the Beautiful. My name is Jonathan. I'm going to be your host today, and I am joined by the lovely and talented and amazing Jenna and Marissa. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, <sighs> that's this is this was a week woo. for bold. So much happened. It was so intense. There were so many cliffhanger moments. I was on the edge of my seat the entire week in my head. Um but on screen <laughs> and what I watched. Okay. Not so much. So not really any news going on. We found out that both the Data Player Doctors are officially gone. They're done with production for now and until somebody else, aka Katie, needs a new spleen or stomach or whatever Hold body on. part they're gonna give her next week. Um but for now, we're, we we have no more day player doctors, so we get to focus on our core cast. And that's where we're at. So, uh, since we don't need any more doctors, what happened this week and what was the story from Monday through Friday, and the only thing that I'm pretty sure aired, um, was the whole discussion on Katie and her kidney and Shauna and Flo and Flo deciding to give her aunt Katie her kidney. And that was the week. Um... Jenna. Yes. Tell me something good about this story. Katie's alive? Acceptable. Because I like Heather Tom. And she probably has her Emmy for Best Supporting Actress in the Bag. So, yeah. That's what I got. It was was just... I I don't know. So... One of the things that I think Durante was bringing up last week um, was the fact that he wasn't looking forward to a quick fix for Flo, right? Um, yeah. And that's all this screams. And we could see it from Friday's cliffhanger um, that this quick fix is not – it's not resonating, I feel like, with the viewers. Marissa, what, what was your take on on the the revelation that Flo gave her kidney to her Aunt Katie. I feel like it was very dramatic. The way they acted on Friday's episode, it was just so over the top to me a little bit. Their the whole, faces. Like everyone's faces and then them turning her around in the wheelchair and then they're like, oh, oh my God, or whatever. Okay. Um, I don't, With the I dramatic like music. It was so But I love that music though because it makes me think of, you know, all the other great moments on this show. But it was just really over the top to me. And, yeah. Brooke's face just made me laugh. I was just like, okay. <laughs> okay. But it wasn't anything so spectacular to me anyway. But, okay. Well, that's that's kind of, like, my sentiments as well. It's like, okay, like, I see what you're going for there. But how did nobody also put two and two together right, right before that? Shauna comes barging in the room and they wheel uh, flow in like all dramatic like and everybody's like who could it be I, I'm so excited I don't know and then they turn it around and it's flow no it can't be anybody but flow Storm's uh, daughter Storm's daughter Storm I have Stormy's heart that? and I have Stormy's <laughs> Stormy's daughter's 
Can, can he? he? Oh my god. Oh, like, what? 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 Okay, so here's the thing that might have made the story just a little bit better. Would be like, if anyone had a brain and went to Flo and said, hey, I know we've been talking crap about you, that we said we hate you, da-da-da-da, but, you know, hey, Katie's dying. And we want to see if you can get tested to find out if you could give her your kidney. Like, if one of them had to eat even the tiniest little bit of crow, I could see that. It might have made it a little more entertaining. Instead of Shauna being like, you have to do this. Oh, oh, oh. You know, and Flo just being like, oh, Are okay. you? But then as soon as she decided to do it, then she's like, are you sure you want to do this? I don't know, baby. Are you sure that this is the I right know. idea? Like, Dude. baby, I don't know. Oh. I don't. You need to really think about what you're doing. And it, but the part that Shauna was mad about wasn't the fact that she was donating her kidney. It was that she wasn't telling them that it was her kidney. Yes. Like exactly. I, oh my God! It wasn't for the good of Katie or keeping Katie alive. It was mm-hmm. the fact that Shauna was and Flo were not getting credit for this. I was like. But I feel like Sean is like laying it on too thick. Like, relax, okay? She's like, oh, the Logans, the Logans. Bitch, you just put your daughter's life on, like, <laughs> uh, up for risk, like, I guess, like, for them to forgive her. That was just really strange. And I feel like if if the girl, Flo, whatever, would have been like, okay, like, I'm going to give my kidney to my aunt to save her life, you know what I mean? Whatever. Okay, then that's good. But, like, Shauna just did too much for me. I didn't like that. She was just annoying. She was so annoying. The whole week, she was annoying. Yeah, but at the same, on the same token, I think that kind of makes her a perfect kind of rival for Brooke because they both sort of, and I love Brooke, like I said, but they both sort of want the same things. Like, they want validation and, you know, like, look how great we are compared to you. You know what I mean? And I don't mean that in a bad way but it's just kind of the way that the logans i mean broke that they've always been it's like look how great i am like like when she was against stephanie and like oh look at these great things i did like book's bedroom and this that and the other thing and i kind of think that she finally has someone that kind of puts puts it on an even keel like with shauna and brooke like they're two halves of the same coin essentially you know because like the things that brooke used to be and still can be is what Shauna is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And so, do they both kind of use their children as manipulation tools? Yes, Brooke has, and yes, Shauna does. You know, so it's like she finally has someone that isn't gonna put up with her crap. Like, not saying Stephanie put up with her crap, but in a different kind of way. Like, they're pretty much the same person. I do agree because today she seemed like she wanted Brooks to be like, oh, like, okay, like, I guess, like, Brooks respect because she's still trying to respect Brooke and be like, oh, like, is Katie okay? Like, trying to kiss Brooks' butt, I guess, basically. But <laughs> it's just, like, relax. Like, it's just it's just such an annoying story to me. I just want it to be over. I need it over. And I need Stephanie to come back just to slap the shit out of Brooke for just being such a hypocrite. So is there anything at this point with the trajectory that the story is going that would salvage this or would change your mind on, I guess, the way things are going? Like, I don't 
I don't know what they could do at this point to to turn this around for me, other than just not play any of these characters for a while and then just <laughs> reset because like I don't know like I, I was just thinking about it like how do you save the character of flow from this point how do you save hope or how do you save and like redo this and there's really not with any acknowledgement of what this story is I just need a complete like wash away act like none of this happened and then just restart with like our business story or whatever else we want to go with I just I need a whole new B and B for me to just get past whitewash this the whole situation and never speak of it again. Like whatever. If we're gonna just go, because what's gonna make me angry is I can promise you in a month's time when we're on here and talking about the Thanksgiving episode and they yeah. all go around the Forster table saying what they're thankful for about the other person mm-hmm. and it's Katie holding um one of uh Flo's hands. As well as Hope holding the other hand of Flo. And they're just like, we're so thankful for everything you provided this year. You gave me my daughter back. You gave my aunt a kidney. And, you know, just blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get instantaneously infuriated and break my laptop. And I don't. That's why I I just want to move forward and just have something happen. And I don't know what it is. Like, the fact that Flo isn't in like none of these people have lives none of these people have storylines they only have the one story that is playing and then all every other character is the greek chorus repeating that and it's disappointing because we could have had so much more like fuck it let's go ahead and have flo sleep with liam let's just we're, we're gonna get there eventually let's just have this woman go crazy and if if the Logans will not accept her, then she's gonna destroy everything that Hope has. If she can't, ha- if she, Hope will not accept her, then she's gonna destroy it. Like let's have some fun. Instead, we get instant redemption through kidney transplant. Yeah, well, you might want to save up to buy a new laptop because I'm pretty sure that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Dang it. I mean, you know, I'm just putting Black, that out there. You might Black Friday's almost here. Coins, man. Like. Yeah, true. Not not a bad day to do it either. There we go. But I I'm mean, surprised. the whole thing is just. Say yeah, you can talk. Sorry. <laughs> no, it, it's just the the whole thing is just it's wash, rinse, repeat. Like they're either not gonna bring it up like they have with other storylines, or they're gonna keep bringing it up like mm-hmm. they did, like when Maya had her sister have a baby and then had the audacity to ask her for another one. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it was, it's just going to be something along those lines. Like, obviously, you can't give someone your other kidney. But, you know, there'll be something that's going to happen that the family has to go to Flo for. Flo's going to have complications, and they're all going to feel bad about, you know, poor pitiful Flo giving her kidney to her aunt, which is, you know, hopefully something a lot of people would do if they, you know, sort of semi-enjoyed their family. But, like I said last week, we can't have nice things. So, but then they're gonna they're gonna keep like um basically I feel like they're trying to obviously redeem flow, but then it's like fuck Thomas like who cares about Thomas, and they're just making him look even worse even though he wasn't on this week, but he's just they just don't care about that character right now so they're trying to make him go to the extremes and look even horrible even worse than what he already looks like, but they're gonna redeem this character who started the whole baby switch basically, that to me I feel like isn't right or fair either that's annoying. 
Yeah. I just... <sighs> the thing with B&B is it's hard to find a lot to discuss in a show that is doing nothing but angering me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm trying to find positives because I don't want to come on here and just sound like I'm upset with it every week. But it's hard to find the light in the darkness that is the show, you know? Yep. It doesn't help that I'm also watching old B&B, and I'm seeing when it was good. Mm-hmm. And painting that picture now. So maybe one day we'll find something something good to talk about. I mean, the, the promo for this week at least looks like it might have more than one story going. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the acting, you know, in this storyline from pretty much everybody, which is not something I could always say about Bold and the Beautiful, to be really fair, you know. Um, so I mean, it's not like I'm hating on these actors and these characters. I don't. I like these characters. That's why it's so frustrating well, for me. Like, one of the things that you mentioned right before we started was talking about Anika as a recast of Hope. And that actually just made me think about something. B&B does really great recast. Like, yeah. think about it. 90% of the cast right now is not the people that originated the roles that they're in. And I'm really enjoying a lot of their portrayals. Like, I like Thomas. Like, I really like um, David Gregory in this role. I really like Anika in the role of Hope. Maybe they're not the same as the previous portrayals and they have their differences, but I think they're doing a good job with the material that they're given. And that's just something I I'm really enjoying about bold. Yeah. And I mean, that's like the one thing that you can really hope for when you have a recast, you know, like they're not going to be the same, but they can bring something else to it. You know, like I've never been a really big rich fan, but I loved person K and mm-hmm. kind of what he's brought to this new iteration of Ridge especially after coming after someone who had played the role from the beginning I mean literally for like what 28 years or something like that before he left you know it, it's a hard act to follow and I think that I mean at first I was like eh, you know I don't know about this but then you give him time to like settle down and like get into the role and I mean I think you know he's doing some of I won't say some of his best work but I think some of the best work he's done probably in the past like 10 years you know, as Ridge, and that's saying a lot considering the writing is sometimes, you know, left to be desired, you know, but when you go back to, like, I don't think Ron Moss could have pulled anything off with Lindsay Godfrey as Caroline. Oh, he never no. would have gone there, you know what I mean? It never oh, would have happened, no. you know, and then you had that, like, I was so pissed when Ridge and Caroline broke up because I really, really liked them together, and they played off each other so well, and then this new iteration of Bridge, which is something a little more refreshing because, yes, it's still somewhat some of the same you know as the old you know where it's like they have the same problems they have like the same things that they talk about but the way that the two actors come at it they come at it from a different point of view and like a different angle and I really really like that and it's the same for you know Steffi and Hope like it's a new kind of battle if you want to say that between the two of them because they're coming at it from a different way and it really really works you know so I mean, the acting is great. I think the recasts, like you said, have been spot on, you know, for the most part. It's just, I want more traction with these stories. Like, don't make them like 
We're going to talk about this all week. And then next week, we're going to talk about this all week. You could have an A story, but also have a B story that's also compelling. Not an A story with everybody else talking about the A story. Like, that's yes. annoying. It's repetitive. Like, you can have two separate stories on a 30-minute show. You've done it before. It's not hard. And you can have, and they can somehow be connected, and that's fine. But they're separate. You know what I mean? Like, you can still have some of the same people in story A and in story B and still have it be compelling. You know, it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I just, I don't know what to do with Bold and Beautiful. I don't think Bold and Beautiful knows what to do with Bold and Beautiful. <laughs> I think that's why yeah. we're here. But I agree with everything Hashtag you just said, though. Accurate. 100%. 100%. Well, I'm going to do this. What is... One story you that we kind of know is happening that you're looking forward to on B&B, and then we'll we'll wrap up with our final thoughts. Like, is there any storylines out there or anything that that's currently in the ether that you think could be a story that you're you're just really excited about? Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> no, I mean like Steffi coming back into the fold. I think is exciting because you know she has that anger with Thomas and she still has that heartbreak with the baby and still some with Liam and I think there is going to be some friction between Hope and Steffi just because of the fact of the baby you know like it, I think it's going to be hard for Steffi to see the baby and I think it's going to be hard for Hope to have Steffi around the baby because she's going to have some insecurities about how Steffi raised this baby for like what six months you know and this baby is still attached to Steffi. So I think some of that friction that's going to come out of that should be interesting. And I hope, I'm saying hope, I hope that it kind of goes into the business and to force your creations and that, you know, yes, we're going to try to be a family and we're going to work together. It's going to be great. We're going to be so much better than our parents were to us, but it's not going to play out that way. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want it to just be like a straight rivalry. I want them to try to like have those moments where it's like, yeah, we're working together, it's great. And then one of them leaves and the other one's just like, oh my God, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> like why am I, you know? And you can see them trying to like rein it in, you know, around each other and be cordial, but still kind of end up having it be not quite what they expected and then them having to deal with that. Cause I think that could be a very compelling and interesting story because they can't just drop the fact that Steffi raised that baby for the first six, seven months of its life, but then hope finding out that that is her baby and having her miss all of this lost time. You can't pile that into a week and a half and just say that it's over. Like, cause that's not how the world works. So I'm kind of compelled to see that. I'm actually kind of interested in this whole um, Shauna going after Ridge thing. Cause Ridge only has so much willpower, if at all any. So how long will it really take him before he does something he's going to regret? And they have chemistry, so I'm not upset with it. It's creepy right now because Shauna's just playing the predator, but they have chemistry, and I didn't know that I was going to like Denise Richardson as much as I do. But you know what? If they write her not completely psychotic, I'm here for it. For sure. Is there anything you're looking forward to, Marissa? Um, gosh, I guess like the hope for Steffi. Even though I know Twitter is going to go crazy over it. But um, I kind of just want that rivalry again, I guess, basically. Not really for Liam, but I want 
them to have it out about the baby, basically, because, you know, Steffi's probably still hurting, obviously, over losing that baby. And, you know, I want to see, I guess, more of that because it really, like she said, was only for a week that we saw the fallout. I want to see more of that. But um, that, and I honestly am looking forward to also um, the Sally and uh, Flo and um, Wyatt triangle. Yes. I want to see that play out more. You know what Please. I mean? I want, I want one of them to be like, the straight like bitch you know what I mean and like I want that I want him that's my man I'm gonna you know I'm gonna get him basically I guess from like Flo I want to see bad side of Flo you know I'm sick and tired of her being all nice and oh my god I'm sorry for what I did no I want to see her a whole bitch like I need to see her evil you know so that's basically what I'm looking forward to hopefully you know BNB plays it out right I cross my fingers I hope dude I, I, I am here for anything that gives Sally and Wyatt a story because they are one of the highlights of my B&B, mainly because I'm just, I'm tapped out on some of the people we've seen story for this year. And I would like to see them get something. I understand they may not be everybody's favorite. I don't need them on seven days a week, but I would like to see them in an A story of their own where they maybe take on Flo and Shauna. And I see, and here's the thing is I think that, Darren Brooks has chemistry with both of those ladies, and I would like to see that explored a little bit more um, and just played out. That's that's really my big thing I'm looking forward to. Also, you know what? I, I would be here for Ridge and Shauna. It's creepy, but you know what? They have chemistry, and I want to see what that does and then have Brooke be Brooke Logan again. Stop being Please. this oh second fiddle, like, what rag and this mama bear. No, Brooke, Brooke still got it. Brooke can still come over there and steal your man, whether he's 18 or he's 72. Like, she doesn't care. She will still get it in, and that's fine. That's fine. That's what, what a Brooke Logan does, right? But, but honestly, I would like to see Flo like Brooke a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see her trying to seduce Wyatt or something. You know what I mean? Like Or even like an Amber Moore. Just anything that's just like I'm going to get what I want. You know what I mean? I feel like she's just so nonchalant. And she's like, oh, whatever. I don't care. You know what I mean? It's like she's so, like, the actress seems like she's bored, honestly. But I want to see her doing, like, something more. Like, anything, honestly. She just seems like she's so, like, bored, honestly. Like, she doesn't even want to be there. That's just my take on it. No, I can see that. Well, anybody got any final thoughts before we wrap this episode up? Oh, really? <laughs> we, I mean, Darren Brooks has chemistry with the wall. So, yeah, I would like to see him do something other than hold Liam's hand and console him. Like, maybe, oh my God, maybe Wyatt and Hope can have a conversation about something other than Liam. I mean, they were married for what? God's sake. I mean, That's crazy. I know. It is crazy. Like, maybe they bring back to the Hope to the Future Diamond. And it just brings them back, like, hey, do you remember? And they just, like, have a nice conversation and maybe share a few smiles. It wouldn't be hard, but, you know, we can't have nice things. You said hope for the future, Diamond, and I forgot that existed. I forgot about that entire story until just now, and I just had, like, a flashback. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, I would rather that story. I, I would yep. rather have hope for the future, Diamond, back. And I never thought I was going to say that. Oof. Yep. 
where we have fallen. It is. Aye. All right, well, cool. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the best soap you've ever watched and 1 being unwatchable, Jenna, what do you give B&B this week? I give it a 1 because it was so predictable. Like, we <laughs> all saw this coming. Like, are you telling me, th- like, three months ago when we did the first, or three weeks ago when we did the first podcast, like, you know Flo's going to give Kitty that kidney. Like, I hadn't seen these spoilers. It was just literally the writing on the wall. Like, you couldn't have made it a little yeah. more entertaining. But, you know, it's fine. Yikes. Uh, Marissa, where are you on the scale? I'm going to give it a three. Because, like you said, I'm just annoyed with seeing all of these characters. I could just, like, uh, they just need to go away for a little while. Go away, rest, and then come back refreshed and, you know, on something to, like, on something new. Because I'm so sick of the Logans. I'm sick and tired of seeing them every day. I'm sick of the crying. I'm sick of just all of it. I just need them to just go away for a little while. This is the one time when I'm really upset our soaps don't do like the Australian and New Zealand ones and do seasons and take season finales because I could use a break from B&B for a month or two. Just let them rest, reset, come back and like with some big explosive premiere. But story. This is this is just, <laughs> it's been a year. Um, so I'm going to go in between both of you and just do a two. Um, the only reason it didn't get a one for me is the acting. Um, I could still watch every scene. There wasn't something that was really taking me out or bothering me as far as the acting went. Except for that little Will kid, but we don't talk about the baby, so I'll leave him alone. <laughs> um, but if they recast him tomorrow, I wouldn't be upset. Um, <laughs> the, though him and douglas they're so cute all the kids on the show are so cute cool um so uh the acting uh, though is the reason why it gets a two for me i really did enjoy their performances heather tom got her emmy bait and don diamant played off it really well and i'm really excited because i think that will help guarantee her at least contention um come next year i'm not gonna say the win because it it, it so crazy and unpredictable what reels are going to be submitted and how the rules are going to work that year. Um, but it definitely is going to be scenes worthy of contention. So good job to the actors, but writers, WTF. WTF. So on that note, you can follow us at Artec Media. We are finally on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to a podcast. We should be there. Rate, review us. Let us know your opinions. You can follow us on Twitter at Artec Media. Our website is ArtecMedia.com. You can follow Jenna at Jenna TV Lover. You can follow me at SoFwikiJohn. And you have Marissa at Hey, bitches. <laughs> Until next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Good night.